Hey everybody, um, it's been like a month, so I need to get on here. Um, not really, I don't know. Um, I know how it is and I listen to a podcast and then I don't hear anything for a long time and it's like, oh man, when are they going to release something else? Uh, but the truth is, I've been really busy, um, and so... That's why I haven't been able to get on here. We're trying to do a bunch of stuff that I don't want to say yet, but I will obviously be able to talk about it um, once it all happens. Um, But I was thinking, I've been like learning this lesson recently that I thought I'd talk about because I found it to be really helpful for me. Um, And that is like so. I think um, it was several months ago that Jessa Reed did a podcast on charging. It's called, like, Charge Your Battery. But I thought it was really good for me. Um, and, and that I wanted to figure out stuff that charges my battery and to do those things to keep my ability to, like, I don't know... Um, feel okay I guess I don't know how to describe it I would say like she said on her podcast that it helps you manifest stuff but I've kind of been moving away from the manifestation talk a little bit just because I think it's highly I think it does happen and I think you can make it happen but I don't think it's like a lever that you pull you know like a I want this one thing so I'm going to make this one thing I don't know I think it's like you kind of have an idea of what you want, and I think it does happen. Um, I just think that it's probably more about what you're going to learn along, along the way than it is. At least that's what I've seen. Is like, I'll do something, and, and it's like, oh, I made this thing happen. But I actually, looking back, it's like really where I really grew and what I really needed as a person was the stuff I had to go through in order to get that thing. Anyways, um, so speaking of stuff I've been going through, this charger battery thing has been really important to me in that, like, I get caught up where I spend a lot of time thinking about what I don't have and where I want to go instead of, like, um, enjoying myself, (laughs) and recently I did some artwork for somebody, um, I've been doing, actually, several pieces of artwork for people, um, as part of a Discord that I'm in, and, um, it makes me feel really good to do it, and I discovered that I actually get energy from, like, creating things, um, especially when I'm giving it to somebody, and uh, it's different from like work or something which can kind of drain energy and, and I started like being very like conscious of what things send me into like a depressive spiral which I would say would be areas where I'm expelling energy and then areas where they like really energize me and make me really happy and I think those are things where I gain energy those are activities where I gain energy and for me, it's being create, creative. Uh, and 
find that like and then I find that like I don't know stuff seems to go stuff stuff seems to go better in those places I don't know when I'm charging when I'm charging myself properly but it also gets down to like eating too like so Charles Eisenstein says this thing in his books where he's like you just do what feels good to you like really good so I've been doing that too with food kind of um like trying to be a little more conscious with food too that's been like helpful I don't know (laughs) I feel like I've been doing this podcast now for like over a year and I've just been most of, I've only had one interview the whole time and I feel like I'm saying the same thing over and over again and I was kind of getting self-conscious about it just now I was like man I think I've already said all this which makes me think like maybe people's minds don't change that much or maybe my mind's set in certain ways um anyways but that that art thing was like legit like pretty pretty legit for me like I kind of realizing something that like really it gives me lots of energy is like being creative um and really it's like for me it's like just almost like not even picturing out what I'm gonna draw like kind of having like a very sparse idea of what it's gonna be like but then everything else is just like intuition and flow and it's like really easy with the pen because it's just like you know you're just basically like making movements with your hands and I think it's similar with like music too like it's like I kind of have a sparse outline of what I want but then it's like I just like let the rest of it flow and with like writing too like words and writing poetry and stuff it's the same thing like it's like and I think for that for me that process is like very energizing for me um, which is probably why I do it and I think before like I looked at it as like I'll do this when I have time to but I think I'm starting to look at it now as like no that's like the most important thing to do especially if I'm feeling drained is to like just take some time for myself to write a poem or write a song or um, do a drawing or a painting or carve a spoon or something Um, is like as important as eating maybe more important than eating you know but even when I eat, you know, like, thinking about it kind of a similar way is, like, what really is going to taste really good to me and feel really good? And how am I going to prioritize myself um, with all that? And I and I think that that honestly, like, it, I mean, as the theory goes, like, if you change your internal state, then the external state starts to change, too. Um, I guess that's what Jesse Reed was saying two months ago. And I think I've talked about it already. It's weird because I've, I've, I've recorded a couple of podcasts and then I haven't released them. And... Okay. Now I'm going to talk about something that's really... Uh, not interesting. <laughs> or any kind of like weird spiritual discussion. It's just really... It's just really boring. But it makes me... It made me feel really good. And I was really proud of myself. So, like... So... I talked about these rats that are in my attic. Well, they got into my crawl space and they chewed through our internet cable. And so we were on hotspots on our phones and then our hotspots ran out of their data. And then 
So I'm calling, trying to get AT&T to come out to fix it. And they're not coming. Like, they're just like, it's like roadblock after roadblock. And so then uh, my wife found these videos online where people just, like, patch the cable themselves. And I was like, oh, this is really easy. So all you do if your Cat5 cable is broken is you just strip it, strip the wires down. Like, unplug all your power. Like, cut all your power to everything so you don't electrocute yourself. And then, like, you just strip the wires down. And then you just twist the matching colors to each other. (laughs) And then you just... You twist them, and then you just tape it back. You, like, basically uh, tape it back up. And so I did that yesterday, and it worked. (laughs) And I was just like, oh, my gosh, I just fixed this. And I'd been on, like, I've spent, like, probably at least cumulatively two hours on the phone trying to get AT&T to come out to just fix it. And they would have charged just to fix it, too. And basically, I just patched it all myself. Uh, which is a really good feeling. When you do stuff for yourself, it feels amazing. I, I mean, it really feels good to do stuff for yourself. That is an energizing thing right there. It's to, like, have something that needs to be done and to just go ahead and take care of it. Like, don't let somebody else do it. Like, there's probably a YouTube video on how to do it. Um, yeah, and something like giving yourself internet is, like, a really good feeling because internet is, like, the way I'm recording this podcast right now and the way we connect right now with Sony people. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, that happened. So that's been good. And here I am, and I'm almost home. And I don't know what I'll say after this. I mean, I was, I was just saying that, like, if you can find something that makes you feel really good, I think it seems to be the case, and I can I can speak more to this once the stuff that I'm trying to manifest happens, but it seems to be the case that it does output better things if you can keep your battery charged, energy vibrations high. But, all right, I'm home now so I'll talk again and hopefully start recording again uh, Charles Eisenstein's book so thanks for listening alright I'm going home and I'm recording more um I have allergies right now, so uh, there's a lot of pollen. This place I live has, like, I don't know. If you've ever been out west, like, it's really dry and barren. And even, like, in the Midwest, it's dry and barren, kind of dry and barren. You know, like, Kansas in the United States, it's, like, really dry. and Like, even in Illinois, it's not, like... I mean, it's, like, nice... But it's, like, not... You know, it's just kind of normal in Illinois. But, like, the place I live... So I live in Arkansas. And... Holy crap. (laughs) It is, like, a freaking rainforest down here. And... Like, the pollen in the spring is just insane. It coats everything. And uh, it's kind of awesome in some ways because it's, like the cacophony of like sounds at night and stuff is incredible like there's so much wildlife and 
biodiversity, just like tons of living things everywhere. Um, everything is super green. Um, but the pollen can really get to you if you have allergies. Um, and I normally I don't have allergies, but it was just so, it's been so strong lately that uh, it's really hitting me. So, anyways, if I sneeze, sniffle, anything like that, now you know the reason why. Okay, I was going to add to what I was saying earlier, and I was talking about how creativity kind of got me out of a funk. Um, And in between when I last recorded at lunchtime today and now, which is evening and I'm driving home, um, I listened to the beginning of a podcast, one of my favorite podcasts, Archives for Aliens, and was actually talking about that very thing, which was nuts. Um, That happens to me sometimes. Um, So, yeah, they were saying the same stuff, like being creative, like fuels yourself, fuels the body. Um, But what I wanted to say in relation to that, um, and I don't want to, not to bring it down, but I did want to say something about it, just because I had recorded two episodes recently and didn't release them because I got so depressed in them. and I wanted to talk about depression. I think maybe some people in my audience deal with it too. And maybe, I don't know if it's anxiety or depression or just like this thing where you look at your surroundings and what you've done with your life and your creative output and you look at it all and it just feels like you're completely worthless and that you're never going to amount to anything. And um Um, I go through that a lot, like all the time, like every other day, (laughs) maybe every two days. Um, even this podcast, I like don't have a ton of listeners and you know, it's not a very polished podcast and that's kind of on purpose in that I like want it to feel alive Um, and I want to address and talk about issues that are real Um, and I think that's part of and so but then there's this part of me too that like looks at it and I'm just like I'm just some stupid guy recording in my car and I feel really dumb and stupid (laughs) and it leads me to get into like a very depressed state um and I wanted to share that because I don't do that share that a lot on here um and I just wanted to say that's probably not true like it's in the eye of the beholder you know and so like when you look at your life and you're like I've never done any I've never done like fucking anything is maybe what you think, or I think. Um, you don't know. You don't know who you're affecting, and when, and where, and what is important, or what's not. You know. <laughs> Excuse me. See, I told you I'd sneeze. It was. It was definitely gonna happen. There may be more. Oh man. 
Um, yeah. And, like, the thing that got me out of the depression last time, like, it was, like, I think it was on Saturday or Sunday um, of this past weekend. I was getting really down and um, what that means for me is I'm telling myself that I'm a joke and I'm worthless and that kind of thing. And I was late on getting this Um, I was doing an architectural rendering for a friend and I was late getting it to him and because of internet issues I was having and just like I just always want to do my best so usually I'm a little late on stuff because I'm always trying to do my best and um, anyways I was really beating myself up for that and um, I was able to get it out to him, and then after I did that, like, I went and, uh, worked on this gift I'm making for a, another friend, and that just put me, like, it just shot me into, like, a way better mood right away, so much so that, like, I was, like, I couldn't imagine that, like, three hours earlier, I was, like, thinking I shouldn't be alive, you know? And I don't know. I, one of the things I've said when I've recorded myself and gotten depressed is, like, I have a psychological issue. Um, maybe I'm bipolar. I don't know. But I do feel like mental illness is, like, indicative of, like, someone who can... I don't know. You're able to experience the flow. You're able to experience the creative stream. You're able to experience the beauty and the magic and you see it all around you and then you're forced to not be able to, like, act on it because of deadlines and the need to make money and to survive. And it's really depressing to go through that. It's really hard to have to do that. And looking at your life and you're like, I'm going to have to do this for the rest of my life. Um, Which I don't think is the case. I don't think that's the case, and I've seen it. I've seen my life change a lot. Um, you know, ways I thought were like static and stuck. Places I thought I was stuck. Thought I was stuck in a job where I was going to be manipulated and taken advantage of, and forced to do things I didn't morally agree with. And I was able to leave that job. You know, so like I wasn't stuck there. And even though at the time, you know, I had a story in my head that said I was stuck. So I guess I'm just recording this to say, like, you're not stuck if you're there. And um, things can seem slow, but you just never know what kind of magical thing is just going to, like, pop up in your life. You have no idea. I I have no idea. I had no idea what kinds of things my mind would be like, oh, wait, why don't you try this? And uh, maybe it'll happen for you. Like, one thing... Like, it's weird the way life goes, too. Because, like, I got... I recently started, like, trading a lot of cryptocurrency. And last year I had a bunch. And I just didn't really mess with it. And uh, 
I put a little bit in at the beginning of the pandemic, very beginning of the pandemic, like actually in February, and it grew a lot over the year, and so now I'm like, you know what, I could probably make this grow a lot more, and I was thinking, you know, when I was like starting to learn how to mess with it and starting to learn how to like trade with it and stuff that like, wow, this could be really something that like allows me to not have to work for the world-destroying machine anymore, as Charles Eisenstein calls it, uh, the, the machine that makes us work and the machine that makes us have to kill each other um, for food and uh, that makes us, uh, you know, deprive third-world countries of their food so that we can have ours. Um, that, that machine... <laughs> Uh, and not have to work for that anymore and uh, maybe work towards more in an egalitarian society which seems hard when you have to make money how do you work for an egalitarian society where maybe money isn't the main driver of why you do things um, anyways I was thinking cryptocurrency might help solve that <laughs> personally, you know, if I could just get some land or something, and, um, and it just said, yeah, like, it wasn't, it wasn't playing nice, like, it would, like, drop down, and go up, and then drop down, and, like, I'd miss the peaks, and everything, like, it was awful, and I was getting stressed out about it, and I don't know, I don't know where I'm at, at now. Like, there's a there's a voice in my head that's like... You know, like, for a long time I told myself, like, once I released an album, like, that would take off, and then I would be able to, like, work my art on the earth. And, and not have to, you know, serve the world-destroying machine anymore. And, um... I released an album, and nothing happened. <laughs> and... You know, I don't know. That's why I'm here on this podcast. Like, I think, I think, like, so many people. In fact, I think most people are probably in the situation where you're an artistic person. You want to do art. You want to be kind. You want to be compassionate. You want to share. But because of the structures that you live in, you can't. So you have to distract yourself with whatever you can to distract yourself. You don't have to pay attention to the fact that, like, you're not living out where you spiritually feel home. Or want to feel home, which is like with creation, with art, with nature, with harvesting, like the gifts that nature provides, you know, in a holistic way. Um, and you want to be in that flow, but you can't, so you're just like, okay, I'm just gonna go on like a 10 mile bike ride, or okay, I'm just gonna like run for as far as I can so I can try and run away from it, and then you can, and so you go back and like listen to that one wolf parade song about the guy running in the morning because he's trying to run away from everything and it's like oh man you know like play some video games let's play Zelda to like just try to like freaking take my mind off of the tragedy and uh I don't know if I have an answer I wish I had an answer I guess I'm just here to say like don't give up let's do it together let's not give up um 
takes Rome wasn't built in a day <laughs> yeah stay awake keep being creative you're worth it like I've seen so much good art uh, from like I'm in this discord and there's there's a couple of people in the discord who are like professional artists like that's how they make a living and so, obviously, their stuff's really, really good. Uh, and then there's a bunch of other people who are really, really good artists, but, like, not professionals. And it's just, like, um, I just see this, like, thing as, like, man, if you look at one person's work any one person like the 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 seed of the seed of divination or the seed of like I don't know what to call it the seed of like truth or like something beyond ourselves is there it's there and it's beautiful and you can see it and uh and so much work that's like so good when you just take a second to pay attention and um that's what I feel about all these artists on this discord I'm in like I see your truth and uh I don't know it's like people who write poems on Instagram too like I see your truth I see it and I know we're just there and it's just like we're just like try and eke these things out and we like have like a spare hour or something and uh and this machine this world destroying machine comes up and it's just like I will eat your art for money I will eat your art for money that's what it says and it's like and you just think I can't be a sellout I can't sell this you know I just want to give it away when I give it away, it feels good. Um, it is the craziest thing, but I think it's a—I think it's a truth that says a lot about what might be the true nature of what's going on versus what we think is going on, which is like lack. We think lack's going on. We think fear is going on, and we think scarcity is going on. I don't think that's the case. That's not what nature does. On some cases. <laughs> I mean, there's so many seeds that a tree, one tree makes. But, and pollen, man, freaking pollen. <laughs> it's like, the pollen is everywhere. Anyways, um, when I'm depressed, a lot of times I drive around the airport, and so I took a picture of, like, this, uh, really imposing building by the airport, because it was how I felt <laughs> at the time, and, uh, yeah, I'm gonna put that picture on the cover of this episode, and I'm gonna be back to recording my Charles Eisenstein book, um, Don't give up. Please don't give up.
world needs you. If you're like hearing this and you're like resonating with it, the world definitely needs you. It definitely feels you. It definitely needs you. Like your energy is contributing. Please stay here. Um, I think there's something about I don't know I heard somebody say something I think it was on this podcast Person is Awake he was talking about how like when you see something like uh, kind of commercially and like fake and that's trying to make just trying to make money and just part of the world destroying machine next to an image that's like really true it makes it devalues the image that's like really true he was talking about it in the case of tinder and he was like talking about tinder profiles but like i think it's true too like with instagram or something like that where it's like you see like a piece of artwork that's like really good and then you get like popped up an ad with the next scroll that like is like for some crappy shoes or something made in a sweatshop and you're like and then you associate that like piece of artwork with that like crappy shoe um and I guess that's what I'm saying is like when you're in the process of making the art like That's not how... It doesn't feel like a crappy shoe made in a sweatshop. Like, it feels really true. And, um... I think that... I think when I've experienced... When I put something out there... I feel like it gets devalued or something. Um... And so I've hesitated to put it out there. But... I think... That's not great I think like the thing to do is to just like really hone in to creativity curiosity questioning and hone into the mysterious place and to keep creating from that place and just fuck it <laughs> just like who, who gives a shit like let let them all see it you know and who cares if like even our like way of sharing Art has gotten co-opted by data miners. You know, like just, just fuck it. Like keep keep sharing. <laughs> like it's worth it. Uh, man, it seems hard, but I feel like this is gonna end someday, and we're not gonna have to deal with this anymore. And hopefully that. That's coming soon. Hopefully time's coming when we don't have to, like, worry about... We can realize we don't have to worry about food and all that stuff. Um, I don't know. Some people say cryptocurrency is going to bring that day. I have my suspicions about that. But maybe. I'm imagining it. I'm wanting that world to happen. I'm outputting it. Um, yeah. If you have the means, I would say, and I know I've said this before, but you 
you can buy you can probably get a tent for pretty cheap like a canvas tent and I think they'll last a while especially if you put like canvas over canvas with a little bit of an airspace in between um I don't know. A lot of places have laws against those kinds of structures, so that kind of stinks. But I don't know. I think it's a really bad thing if people like say that working is like the status of a good citizen. Um, that seems can be very destructive. Because then you could be working for something that's very destructive, but you could be considered a good person because you're working. Um, I think a lot of us, those of us who work for oil companies or have to drive our cars to work, are working for something that's destructive. Um, a lot of things we work for are destructive. The place I work for... Um, yeah, probably can't say that. Anyways, alright, well, <laughs> that's the end of that one. I'm home, so uh, I'll record some more Charles Eisenstein. Thanks for listening.